0: you have your Bibles, turn to uh, John chapter 18. John chapter 18. Lisa, someone's excited about the word. Thank you, Gloria. I love your passion. I love your excitement. Amen. Your cackle. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Joe said that. Okay. Well, John, John 18, uh, verse 36, it says, Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servant fight, that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from here. Uh, Amplified says, My kingdom is not from here, this world. It has no origin or source. I, now, as I begin today, there's something I want to, a thought I want to get across in our, in, in our mindset. And, and this thought has been something that. ...that I have been really, um, has been fueling my passion and fueling my heart over the last couple of weeks. And I started talking about this this past Sunday. I mean, I've been doing a series called, We Overcome. Um, but it kind of transitioned in this aspect of of what's important for us. Why do we need to overcome? What, are, what do we need to overcome? Why is it important that we overcome? And the, the phrase that kept going off in my heart is, there's nothing more important than the will of God being accomplished in the earth. And, and I really want to sow that thought into you and, and into us, um, and, and I'm going to continue to sow it into the life of our church and our leaders of our church, because, because it's a statement that, that, that I don't want you to just gloss over and, and pass over. Because, think about it, there's nothing more important than the will of God being accomplished in the earth. Nothing more important. uh, And Jesus is saying, you know, my kingdom isn't from here. My kingdom doesn't have its source in 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 this world. Verse 37 says, Pilate therefore said unto them, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I'm a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Let me say it again. You sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world. Meaning, Jesus was, t- was speaking from a position of authority. He was speaking from a position of confidence. He was speaking from a position of, I am here for a purpose, and I came for this purpose. And, and Jesus understood something. He said, I must be about my father's business. For so this is why, why, why I came. I didn't. He talked to his mom and dad. He says, didn't you know that I'd be in my father's house about my father's business? In John chapter nine, he says, he goes, you know, I must work the works of Him that sent me while it is still day. So there was this sense of urgency, there was this sense of of command, there was this this sense of of I'm here for a purpose and I have a mandate. And and I think oftentimes um, in the body of Christ, overall. Uh, as Christians overall, I think we can kind of be, and we can kind of sit back and just kind of coast through life and saying, hey, I'm a believer, I'm going to heaven one day, and, and that's kind of it. But we have to realize that we have a purpose. There's nothing more important than the will of God being accomplished in the earth. And and as, I, as, as I, I'll say that over and over this morning is, because of what I want you to understand is when you get that mindset, it changes how you live. When you get that ma- mindset, it changes how you pray. When you get that mindset, it will change how you go to church. When you get that mindset, it will change how you do your job here. It will change, if I continue to get that mindset, it will change how I pastor. It will change how I lead. Because I realize that that there's nothing more important than the will of God being accomplished in the earth. Now, if if we really understood that... How would it organize the priorities of the rest of our life? See, if you, re- if we really, if that was really a truth to us, it would change the priorities in our lives. Now, I'm not saying yet yeah, family is important. Uh, I'm not. I'm not trying to trying to say that, that you don't need to worry about it, that. That you don't take account for other things. I'm just saying it should sit, shift. Some of our priorities where things that are important to us, things that we post on Instagram, things that we post, things that we think about, things that we argue about, things that we have opinions about. If we really understood that the will of God is the most important thing, would it change how we focus on other things? And Jesus said, For this reason I came into the earth, for this reason I was born. And 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 so so as this statement came up on the inside of my heart, I also have to understand that if the Lord, as a pastor, the Holy Spirit is trying to get this statement across to me, then maybe I haven't considered what the most important thing is. If if this is something that's coming up in my heart, the most important thing. So so at the same time, that same statement is a is a Focal point that produces passion, at the same time, it's also a rebuke. And, and you know what? Maybe I haven't considered the will of God is the most important thing. Now, in my, you know, we would all say, yeah, God's will is the most important thing. But but has is, is, is it changed our life? Is it changing how we do things? Is it changing in, in how we look at people? Is it changing how we relate to people? I, you know, one of the most saddest <laughs> scriptures in the Bible to me, one of them, we, we talk about scriptures that cause us to be excited and scriptures that, that give us passion. And, but there's a scripture in Ezekiel 22, verse 30, and it says, God says, he goes, I sought a man that would stand in the gap, but he said I couldn't find one. <laughs> you know, to me, that, that's a sad, that's a sad scripture because it's like God is saying, I'm looking for a man that will stand in the gap, but I couldn't find one. Why? Why couldn't he find one? Because because all men's priorities were off. Priorities are off. Beliefs off. Perspectives off. You know, and, and if we, we put this in perspective, talking about um, even from this standpoint, look, I was thinking about the book of Haggai concerning this, and, and you know, and it talks about how, and we always relate this. You know, it's a great building fund scripture. You know, it's a, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you know, they're saying, is it really time to build God's house? And, you know, and, and, you know, and they're, they're kind of wanting to build their own house. And they're doing all those things. And, and he goes, you know, you have, your, your, your money is kind of like it's a bag with holes in it. And it's why? Because, because you haven't put first things first. You're not putting right. God, I mean, the will of God is the most important thing that needs to be accomplished in the earth. You know, and the Lord just broke it down for me as a pastor. The will of God is the most important thing in each service that we have. Not Justin's will, but the will of God in that particular service. The most important thing is the will of God to be accomplished in our children's and youth ministries. The will of God is the most important thing that needs to be accomplished in each outreach we do. The will of God is the most important thing that needs to be accomplished in this ministry you see this ministry we have to look at this that we are we we are called here we don't work here we are called here we don't work here you've heard me say it if you're here for a job please find another one and because because we have to understand the most important thing is the will of God being accomplished in the earth you know, I'm, I am forever grateful for Jerry Savelle Ministries. I'm grateful that Dr. Savelle chose to, to, to pursue the will of God for his life. I am a result of, uh, of this ministry pursuing its purpose. So, so the thing is, 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 is we are, you're here for a purpose. So what you do has to do with the will of God being fulfilled in the earth. So the will of God is the most important thing. That will of God being accomplished is the most important thing. And so you have to see yourself and see your role as not just doing a job, but I am a part of fulfilling the will of God in the earth. No matter how minor you think your job is or how meany or how natural it might seem to be, you have to realize it's a part of accomplishing the will of God in the earth. Let's go look at Matthew chapter 6 real quick. Matthew chapter 6. Let me make this statement to you, and this is the Lord was speaking to me this morning. He said, Justin, your personal kingdom should never become more important than my kingdom. Your personal kingdom should never become more important than my kingdom. In Matthew chapter 6... It says, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon the earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through or steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Treasure is something you value. So where your treasure is, ...there will your heart be also... What do, you, ...what do you value? What's more important? What's more important? Your personal kingdom? Your personal progress? Or the will of God being accomplished in the earth? You see, if I really understood that... ...in my personal life... ...and I understood it from a, my church life... ...it will, it will produce a, a greater passion in my life. If you think about it... If you, ...the most important thing... ...see, if you wake up with that mindset... ...then everything else becomes secondary. If you wake up with a, the most important thing... ...is for the will of God to be accomplished in the earth... ...then when you understand that... ...and you're receiving your direction from Him... ...then what happens is... ...then you can order your day the way it needs to be ordered. See, for that particular day... ...maybe the most important thing is... you know ...maybe it's, it's you're, you're off, you're off your, your job or your work here... ...and the most important thing is... ...is the time that you spend with your children... Maybe that's, that's the will of God. That, you, we, each have, we have priorities. And that's what I want you to make sure is, what I want you to understand is, 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 ministry is never to become more important than your family. But what I understand is, it's all about fulfilling the will of God in the earth. And so we have to understand, where, where's your treasure? Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So it says, lay not up for yourselves treasures on earth, where those things are temporary. But make sure you're doing the things that are Eternal. The things that have eternal value. You know, I, I was thinking of, um, even in this particular, I, you know, once, once the Lord speaks something to me, I start seeing it throughout Scripture. And and I was thinking of Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, the most important thing for them, when they were given, when they were placed in the Garden of Eden, were to guard, keep, and dress it. That was the will of God. Every day, the will of God in the earth for them was guard it, keep it, and dress it. Guard it, keep it, and dress it. Guard and keep it, and dress it. Guard and keep it, and dress it. So when they let go of the most important thing, then they open themselves up for something to be corrupted. They let something for something to be destroyed, something to be taken away, because they stop allowing the main thing to be the main thing. Keep it, guard it, and dress it. Keep it, guard it, and dress it. Keep it, guard it, and dress it. See, the moment that the conversation with the enemy started happening was the moment they let go of what they were called to do. Because they were called to do is guard it and keep it and dress it. Guard it, keep it, and dress it. So when they start had that conversation and they started pursuing something else, then what happened? Everything began to crumble. Everything began to fall. So we have to come to a place in our personal lives, in, in, in our walk with God. In this ministry is understanding the most important thing is the will of God to be accomplished in the earth. Because when I understand that, it will, it will produce a passion in my life. And also, it will also produce a greater level of excellence. A greater level of excellence. A greater level of commitment. A greater le- level of, of understanding uh, things that are of eternal value. You know, if you know if you just understood what was eternal value and what's not of eternal value, it would totally take our life to another level. Because sometimes we spend too much time focusing on, th- focusing on things that are just temporary value. When if we understood the things that were of eternal value, it would totally change how we live. And so I, I'm not, I don't want to come to bring necessarily bring something heavy, and, and, and this is not necessarily a rebuke. And more importantly, I want you to understand. Uh, More than anything else this morning, I want you to understand how valuable it is what you do. Whether it be in this ministry, whether it be with with your family, or whether it be in your local church that you're a part of. How important is what you do. And so making sure whatever those things are, whether it's your ministry here, whether it's the church you're a part of, or whether your family. Understand the will of God is the most important thing. So take time. Ask the Lord about your day, about your those three elements in, of life, your family, your, the, the local church you're a part of, the ministry you're a part of, the job you're a part of, whatever it is, but understand, what's the most important thing today? What's the most important thing today? Because where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. Go to, go to Colossians chapter 3, and I'll, I'll close with this. What the this a stir on the inside of you that you're here for a purpose, that you're not here just for a job. You're here of part in fulfilling the will of God on this ministry. You know, I, I remember when I first came here and the Lord spoke to me and he, when I told the Lord, I said, um, you know, I, when I finished Bible school, I was going to go, I was going to go in the mission field. And I, I kept telling everyone that, and I was, you know, even before I moved to Texas, I'm going to go to Bible school, and I'm going to the mission field, going to Bible school, going to, going to Africa, you know, I was telling everyone, and so, so that's what I was saying for, you know, years, and, and so I remember um, when I was toward the finish of my second year of Bible school, when I was telling, I was in a conversation, you know, we finished our second year of school, and everyone said, what where, where are you going to do, what are you going to go, what are you going to do, and so I'm going to be a missionary, and just deep down inside me, I had this check in my spirit. And the Lord said, "No, you're not. No, you're not." And and I was like, "Well, yeah, yeah, I am. This is what I've been telling everyone." He said, "When are you going to ask me? When when are you going to ask me?" And and he goes, "He goes. I want you to prepare yourself to pastor." I was like, "I don't want to pastor." And, and he said, I want you to go read the book of James. And so I went and read the book of James, James chapter one, James chapter two. I'm going through this. I'm like, what do you want me to see here, Lord? What do you want, what do you want me to see? I, 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 yeah, I I know that guard in my mouth, all these things, you being a doer of the word and, you know, and, you know, faith, you know, faith without works is dead. And I'm seeing all this. And, and I finally get down to the end of a chapter because each time I would ask, he'd say, just keep reading, just keep reading. And I finally got down to a, to a verse and it says this, it says, you say, You're going to go to this or that city and do this or that thing. But what you should be saying is, what is the Lord's will? See, I was saying, I I was saying, I'm going to go do this and I'm going to do that. He says, but you should say, what is the Lord's will? Why? Because the will of the Lord is the most important thing to be accomplished. The very next verse says, says, your life is but a whisper of vapor. You're here today and you're gone tomorrow. Meaning we only have a short time frame. To get what we're called to do done. Amen? And we're here today and we're gone tomorrow. So, so let's make sure we're making, we're making the right priorities the right priorities. Okay? And so Colossians chapter 3. And you know, uh, I'm not going to go through all these verses. But you know, in verse 18 it talks about wives submitting. Verse 19 it talks about husbands loving their wives. Verse 20 it talks about children obeying your parents. 21, it talks about fathers not provoking your children. And then it gets to verse 22, and it says, Servants, obey in all things your master according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. But in singleness of heart, fearing God. Singleness of heart. Singleness of heart. You know, with, with that thought, is singleness of heart means there's one purpose. If you have, if you have, you know, Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Um, actually, a better trans- translation of that is a two-souled man is unstable in all his ways. A two-souled man, meaning a man that has two separate, two separate wills, two separate emotions, two separate passions. Two separate ways that they're leading. And so a double-minded man is unstable, but yet here it says a single singleness of heart fearing God. And so this is what we need to come to because the next verse says, and whatsoever you do. And I believe this is all written in context, talking about, you know, wives, husbands, fathers, servants, and then it gets here, and whatsoever you do. Meaning, whatever these things, what whatever you're involved in, whatever you're going after, make sure whatever you're doing, you're doing it with singleness of purpose. You're doing it with singleness of heart. For whatsoever you do, what do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. Do it heartily. Doing it, you know, if you're doing, if someone's doing it something with, you know, with, with something that's mightily, it's something with, that's full of might. So if you're doing something that's heartily, then it's something that's full of your heart. And so, so I want us to make sure as we are going throughout life, I want to challenge you as a, not just a, a, a pastor in this ministry, but I want to challenge us that, that we get this mindset, the most important thing is for the will of God to be accomplished in the earth. And let that statement ...cause our heart to be filled with, 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 with purpose. Because as it's filled with purpose, I'm telling you... ...it will change our passion, it will change our, our, our excellence... ...it will change our commitments... ...and it will change how we do our jobs here. You know, just press in to that statement. The most important thing is that we'll... And I believe as you, as you press into that statement... ...you're going to have witty ideas... ...you're going to have more creativity... You're going to have more ideas than this ministry can handle. You're going to have more insight into into what, what the next steps are as a ministry. Because why? You're keeping the main purpose, the main purpose, the will of God being accomplished. Let that And also let that invade every aspect of your life. Amen. Father, we thank you for the word today. And we thank you for the strength it gives us. We thank you for the passion it produces within us. Lord, I thank you that we're not here, Father, for, for, or for things uh, that are to be temporary, but we're here to do things that are of eternal value. Lord, and I just thank you that you burn within us. You, you, you strengthen us with that understanding. You strengthen us with that purpose. Your will being accomplished in our lives, in and through this ministry. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen.